welcome to Statements of Opinion. I'm your host, Francine Vasquez, and in this podcast, I'll be talking about everyday events, happenings, pet peeves, and everything under the sun in order to provide you with a fun and sometimes serious look at life. Today, I thought I would talk about something that maybe you guys can relate to, and that is true crime stories, books, videos, YouTube videos, TikToks, whatever, documentaries on true crime events, things that have happened, people who have committed true crime. I would say that I am a true crime addict, that I I love it. I don't know. Maybe it's an obsession. I, I don't know if it goes that far, but I eat it up. I can't get enough of it. I love true crime stories, and I will watch them and read them anytime that I get a chance. And I think it started for me when I was in junior high school. I know that's a long time ago. Was it junior high school? No. Elementary school, I think. Yeah, I think it started in elementary school because we had a librarian. We used to have lessons in the library, taught by the librarian, about research and things like that. And she had done this whole research on a guy named Carol Chessman. And so when I'm saying research back then, you know, there was no internet, there was no Google. You know, the the personal computers that we had back then, I don't even know if they had it back then, but we're talking, you know, the early days, you know, Commodore 64s and uh, maybe, maybe Apple in the very, very beginning. Um, yeah. We we were just dealing with, you know, video games, Atari and stuff back then. So anyway, she had done all of this research and put it together and did a presentation on it on Carl Chessman, who is known as, I think he's known as the Red Light Bandit, something like that. And, and this is not a good guy. You know, he committed some rapes and he actually was put to death for those rapes. So normally people get the death penalty for killing other people, right? Murdering people. This is one of those rare cases where he didn't kill anybody. He did commit the rapes, but he, you know, they said that he met the uh, criteria of kidnapping because he moved the women to different areas you know, out of a car, dragged them, uh, or took them from one area and then committed the rape in another area. So it met the criteria for, you know, for the death penalty. And he did end up being executed, but he spent a long time on death row, a lot of appeals and things like that. And, And my librarian was arguing that there was evidence to say that he was innocent that he hadn't committed the crime. And she just put all of this stuff together that really, really kind of fascinated me as far as obviously not the guy or what he did, but just the whole package, the whole picture. It it was like her own little documentary and, and something that makes you think, oh, wait, did he do it? You know, back then they didn't have DNA evidence like we have now. So... Anyway, I I think he I think he was guilty as hell. I you know since then I've I've done my own research and and looked at things and I, and I do think he was guilty. 
But that started it. it. That really was the beginning. And then my mom had a book called, I think, I think it's called Blood Letters and Bad Men. And it's like a huge encyclopedia of criminals. And it had all of these criminals and gangs and things. Like, I think Ma Barker gang is in there and, and things like that. Uh, gangsters. Carl Chessman is in there. Um, and a whole bunch of bad people. And it has their name. And then it has a little description about what they did. And, and you know, I guess um, I guess everyone in there is convicted or execute or whatever the case is but it was like true crime heaven it was it was amazing i loved that book and i think i have it now i think i kind of borrowed it from my mom but anyway (laughs) that's really where where i can remember starting to like that and then over time so i would go to the library and i would be looking in the true crime sections and every time I, i came across a story that I thought was interesting, you know, I'd pick it up and I'd look at it. And I still do that to this day. Um, I'm not saying that absolutely every single book that's true crime I'm going to read, but I've read a lot of different stories. Uh, I was trying to remember some of them, and of course I don't. But the one that I do remember was made into a movie called Boys Don't Cry, and that was the story of Brandon Tina. And this was... A person who was murdered because they were basically trans. And this was way before trans was in the popular culture, media, whatever. Um, I know that trans people have been around way longer than that, transgender people. Um, but that brought it to the public eye because that case was... A big deal and I had read the book that the movie was based on and it's horrible they they basically tortured Brandon Tina and and it was really really horrible what they did and I've read some other true crime books stories where people you know there was um a story about I don't remember their names but there was a, a I think an Air Force cadet and maybe a Naval Academy um, so Air Force Academy, Naval Academy, these two people had murdered a, a rival out of jealousy. Like the girl, she was super jealous of the guy's ex, I think it was. And they end up murdering her, and then they go off to the military academies. And, and those academies are all about honor and loyalty. How do you, well, first of all, how do you kill somebody anyway? That's, that you got to get past that. But then after that, how do you go into the service and and go to these academies where it's all about loyalty and honor and and not saying it, knowing you murdered somebody, you know? So anyway, they got found out. I don't remember how, and they went to jail. Um, but I remember that story. I I read that too. But I've also, I also love to watch documentaries about true crime and criminals and things. I've watched some documentaries on, um, I think it's Richard Kuklinski, who is a, a prolific murderer. And I, th- I think he was a murderer for hire, or maybe he worked for the mob and killed for the mob. 
But he, you know, they called him the Iceman, and yeah, he was not a not a good guy at all. Um, you know, but I've also read, you saw, I've, I've read or seen uh, documentaries about the mafia and stuff. There's this one documentary on Netflix called The Staircase, where this guy is accused of pushing his wife down the stairs. And he says she fell accidentally and died. I honestly think that that documentary has proven that he killed her. But, you know, that's just me personally. Don't sue me. That's just my thought. I don't know. But I recently saw another movie on Netflix. I think it was about Jimmy Savile, who's a real special kind of asshole, who uh, was a pedophile. And it didn't get found out. He got away with it his entire life. And even though people had said rumors behind him and something, he, he got away with it. And he was a big, famous person in the U.K., like huge and he was a dj he was an entertainer and he did all of these charity things for for kids and for people but really those were just fronts because he was molesting and and raping people not i think i don't think it was specifically children maybe there were some adults too but definitely children and it's horrible and it's only now after he died that it came to light you know, and um, I, don't, I don't think he died this year. I think it was a few years back. But still, stories like that just, I, I don't know why they appeal to me. I am not a serial killer, just so y'all know. I'm not about to go out there and, and, and murder anybody or hurt anybody or do any of the kind of things that I've been watching. I'm not taking notes. I'm not doing that. And I don't think that... That's what happens. I, it, it's, it makes me wonder why we are so fascinated with true crime. Because it's not just me. There's a lot of people. I mean, it's everywhere. You know, there are categories of true crime. And the reason why it's there is because people want to see it. it. I don't know what it is about it. Maybe, for me, maybe it's just that I really can't understand how someone can do that. How can someone treat another human being? being so horribly how can you do so many terrible things to someone and still walk around every day like nothing happened you know and I I don't understand that and maybe I'm trying to figure out what they're thinking in their head I don't know but I can't get enough of it you know and and so that's my my addiction if if I'm watching tv I'm likely watching a documentary, and the documentary is likely about true crime somehow. It's not just people. It could be companies and corporations. I watched the the one about, what, is it Lululemon or LuLaRoe? LuLaRoe, the MLM? Yeah, crazy. So, you know, I don't, I don't just watch true crime where it's a person committing a horrible crime or a serial killer. I do watch the ones... They're talking about companies and corporations who are doing wrong. Like I said, MLMs. The one about, you know, the Erin Brockovich, her movie, and everything about the water and how they, you know, poisoned the water, those types of things. So I, I watch a whole, a whole gamut full of that. So it, it's, it's fascinating. I don't know. Do you guys, are you guys into to true crime? Or do you think there's enough crime out there for us 
<laughs> every day. You know, you could look out your window and see the crime. You don't need to watch it on TV. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Uh, something about it just piques my interest and fascinates me. So let me know. And, and if you're not into true crime, then let me know what, what kind of topics you are on. What is the thing that you would likely binge watch if you were watching it? Or what are the types of books that you would go if you were in a bookstore? What would you be looking at? Well, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any new content. And I'll talk to you next time. <laughs>